The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. When you gotta love it, it's good like it should be Makes you never wanna give it up Cause you know that some people die for love And I believe it's true cause I do the same for you Good morning, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California Streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes Welcome to Fighting for Love This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's the author of several books, including Negotiations, Breakthroughs, and Fighting for Love. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel, and she mediates business, employment, divorce, privacy, and other civil cases in her private practice in Laguna Niguel, California. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. She teaches leadership and conflict management courses at Brandman University and here at UCI, and she trains corporate leaders' powerful communication and conflict transformation skills. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit conflicthealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about forgiveness. And forgiveness can be a real tough thing for a lot of people, but it really frees us. And today we're going to talk about that. And that happens to actually be the eighth chapter of our book, Fighting for Love, Turn Conflict into Intimacy, A Couple's Guide. And of course, I have my wonderful co-author with me today. And if you haven't heard him before, he is just incredible, Leonard Simchuk. Let me tell you a little bit about his background, if you haven't heard this before. He is an author, speaker, psychotherapist, and life coach. And for the past 40 years, he has worked both in Australia and America as an educator and therapist. He was the director of the Family Therapy Program at the Marriage and Family Center in beautiful Sydney, Australia. And then he later worked with the Family Institute at Northwestern University in Chicago. He's author of The Roadmap Home, Your GPS to Inner Peace, which is an Amazon bestseller as well as the novel Cuckoo Forevermore, a lighthearted satire on psychotherapy, and he is always lighthearted himself. He's the co-author with me, as I said, on our book coming out, Fighting for Love, Turn Conflict into Intimacy, A Couple's Guide. Leonard conducts seminars on personal and spiritual growth, and he consoles and coaches clients in Orange County, California. He also teaches writing, and he is wonderful. You can find out more about him at conflicthealing.com, where we have his picture, his bio, and a JPEG of his books, and also at roadmaphome.com. Thank you again for coming to the studio, Leonard. Mari, it's always a pleasure to talk about conflict and ways to heal it with you. I know, and we've talked a lot about forgiveness. The name of our chapter is Forgive Me, Not Forgive Me, which is really one of the things that I know you work with all the time in therapy with your clients, and I work all the time in mediation with my clients because if they can't 
forgive, it's really hard to get over that hurdle to resolve conflict. So let's let's talk about really what does forgiveness even mean? Let's kind of share ideas on that one. That's good, Mari. You know, because forgiveness, as you said, is such a huge topic and it really impacts our life, whether I can forgive or not forgive. And if I don't forgive, I just hold on to resentment and anger and any type of animosity. But really, you have to take a look at it. Our natural tendency really is to defend ourselves because as kind of an organism, we're here to defend and protect. And so we're not here to say, well, I forgive you. It's <laughs> We, we want to just go at it and we want to win. And our culture kind of teaches us to have winners and losers. Um, in sports, there's winners and losers, and sometimes that carries forth in relationships. But we know that sometimes when there is conflict, that I have to be prepared to recognize that I may be injured and hurt, but if I hold on to this pain, this toxic poison, it doesn't help me. Of course, it doesn't help the relationship, but ultimately it doesn't help me. So I know you, in your mediation practice, you see couples all the time where forgiveness is something that they have to really work at. Yes. So forgiveness is like we have to give it up, right? We really have to give up the hurt. We have to give up the anger. We have to give up the hope that something could change from the past. Yeah, it's really <laughs> letting go. Really, I see forgiveness as just letting go. Yeah. It's just releasing, letting go. That's really what forgiveness is about. Right. And you know what? You were talking about uh this this poison and, and Nelson Mandela says resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemy. You know, so <laughs> so you know. I mean, this is it really hurts us. I mean, I know of people. I know even um, Lloyd, his mother was could never really let go of a lot of her resentment when they got when her and her husband got divorced, and it made her sick. It literally made her sick. He went on with his life. He was happy, but she was in that pain and then ultimately killed her with a, with a heart attack. So what we do is when we hold on to resentments, we are really hurting ourselves. We're in chains. We're, we're putting ourselves in this prison of unforgiveness. So true. My, my parents uh, separated when I was young, and they had a very mm, acrimonious separation. And so even when I, they would talk about one another years, 20 years after the mm. separation, they would talk in such a way of such anger and resentment, and it didn't really help them at all. It just kept them caught up in this cycle of resentment and anger yeah. really hurting them. Yes, and you know that also keeps them from being able to be open to new love, you know, when, you, when you're like that. You know, forgiveness really... Unforgiveness gives us agony. Forgiveness is like taking these chains off and saying, I'm free, I'm free. That, that doesn't mean that you condone something that happened. Because people think, oh, if I forgive him, I'm going to let him off the hook or I'll let her off the hook. And that's not really what it's about at all. Because you're not, I mean, they have their own karma. They have their own lessons to learn. But forgiveness lets us off the hook. We're not stuck in that anger and that, that you know, it, it, sometimes, you know, forgiveness is not easy. 
I, forgiveness, <laughs> I know forgiveness isn't easy. I mean, when I look at my life, forgiveness isn't easy. Yeah. You know, if someone harms me, there's a part of me that wants to lash out, wants to get back at them, yeah. wants to be righteously indignant. Uh, but, you know, you mentioned it earlier, Mari, there are some misconceptions about forgiveness. Uh, one of yeah. the misconceptions is, is if somebody abuses me, will I forgive them and they can continue to abuse me? That's right. not what forgiveness is about. It's not really about go ahead, hit me again. Right. It's really about about letting go of my own um, hurt in anger, but it may mean that I learn in forgiveness to set boundaries yes. for myself, and I learn never to let myself be abused or hurt too. That's part of forgiveness too. Exactly. If it when you forgive, you can let go of what that was, but you also like you set the boundaries, and if that person doesn't want to stay in line with those boundaries, then you know it's time to let go. And sometimes we do have to let go in relationships. We come together for a reason to learn from each other. And then sometimes, I mean, we talk about love and keeping things together, but there are times when you really do have to let go. You've been divorced. I've been divorced. And, you know, it's it's it gives us a chance to let go of those things that we um, accepted and and maybe allowed or didn't allow or were you know we were we felt victimized when you forgive you no longer feel like a victim that's so true i know i was married for 26 years and there was some of those early years after the divorce i i saw myself holding on to my own anger and resentment and for for myself i had to go through this forgiveness cycle i have to say okay i had to forgive myself for my own failures forgive uh, my partner, Mary Lou, for mistakes as well. So, I mean, this is part of just forgiveness. This is, okay, we both did the very best we yeah. could considering yeah. what we had, but at some point, I had to get to that place of really forgiving. Yes, and when you forgive, you can see that person and, and you don't feel that angst inside. You know, I think it was interesting because my daughter was over and, and uh, there was an issue that came up and her dad came over and we could talk like regular human beings because we both had forgiven. And we, you know, we were married 18 years and it was a really difficult divorce and it was very conflictual. But because we both really gave it up, we gave up the anger, we gave up the resentment, and then we're, we're really at peace within ourselves. And, which is the, which is a key because when we really have experienced true forgiveness, there is a sense of inner peace. Yeah. Uh, okay. And also, I always feel, I see, this is the lesson that I've learned from... Uh, this experience and I it's a life lessons and and it makes me a wiser man or a wiser individual yeah. and that uh, th there are some real gifts from this whole forgiveness process oh yeah tremendous gifts so let's talk about you know when you want to resolve conflict and and how does resolving this conflict relate to the ability to forgive you know how do we let's say that I did something that someone was very angry about and they you know it took a lot for them to forgive what about apology how, how does how does that work i know i think that deep inside there's um you know every child has something that they are angry about with their parents that they did you know i'm sure my kids and so um for me as a parent or you as a parent you know what can we do to resolve that conflict, to, to make it easier for them to forgive us. 
Yeah, you know, I think that, as you mentioned, part of it is just becoming aware if there is a conflict, what is trying to understand what is the process, what happened here, and and to recognize the elements of this conflict. So, you know, it, I'm a human being. I make mistakes. There will be some times that I, uh, I screw up. And so if I can recognize, yeah, I kind of screwed up, that I can apologize. Geez, Mari, I'm really sorry for really being inattentive or really saying something really stupid. Please forgive me. Or hurtful. I'm sorry for hurting you. Please forgive me. You know, it does require a lot of strength to acknowledge a error, a mistake, and to put it out there. Most of us try to cover up our mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) But we get self-righteous about it. Like, I didn't didn't do that. It was your fault. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it takes a a brave person to really admit when you've done something. And, And I know in my own life, I am really working on being that um, transparent person to say, you know what, I I did this, and I I didn't mean to hurt you, but I can see now how you were hurt, and I really am sorry, and I, I hope you'll forgive me. You know, I mean, I think about things in the past when I raised my kids. Something, you know, if I wasn't, if I made a mistake as a parent, and I can now look back and say, gee, you know, I'm sorry that this happened. And sometimes you can be sorry, and and. And really, they'll mean it. And sometimes people will say they're sorry flippantly. Oh, I'm sorry. And you don't feel like they really mean it. And then it's harder to forgive, isn't it? That's right. So, I mean, part of it is just being very genuine and honest. This kind of, maybe we can kind of segue into talking about forgiveness. Sometimes forgiveness is a large concept just to grasp hold of. But if we look at three particular key areas of forgiveness that there are three key steps to forgiveness. One is to w- recognize, right. the other one is to release, and the other one is to resolve. So the three R's. Yes. I think of a pirate. R, <laughs> you know. <laughs> R, R, R. <laughs> three R's to forgiveness. So let's talk about the first one. The first one has to do with recognition and to recognize that any pain or resentment. So let's say if you and I had a conflict to recognize, geez, I'm feeling upset about something that you've said to me. Me or, or or did, I have to first recognize that I am upset and that I am feeling hurt. And part of that recognition is bringing that into the surface so that I can see clearly what's really bothering me. That's really important because sometimes it's unconscious. And so you have to bring it up like, I, I have thought about things that I thought I forgave. You know, I thought I forgave my mother. I thought I forgave, you know, my kids or something like that. And then something will come up and I feel that like jab in my solar plexus, like it's still there. It's still there. So that's, I think that's the hard part. If you can be conscious and mindful of that feeling when you still have a tinge of resentment, that means there's still more to do, right? So true. And the body will tell us that uh, there's something upsetting us. So there's some of the questions that we might ask yourself to help get a better recognition of the mm, disturbances. Well, what caused me to feel upset? You know, right. what, what caused me to feel upset and and what am I feeling uh, right. about what happened? So, geez, it's like you said, I had a pain in my solar plexus. So you're noticing that there's some discomfort. Right. You're bringing that into your awareness and you, it, it helps you begin to look at, wow, you know, I really am a lot 
angrier than I thought I yeah. was. And and sometimes you could say, well, I at a, at a conscious level, like, you know, in your head, you may say, oh, I'm not mad about that anymore. I'm not mad about that anymore. But then you you think inside there's a little voice saying, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're still mad about that. And so, what again, as long as we're mad at something like that, it doesn't, it, it chains us again to the past, to the negative past. And that's something that we don't want. And as, and if we are still mad at our ex-spouse or our ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend, that's going to carry over to the new one. And we're going to maybe have some transfer of those old angry feelings to the new person, right? If we don't let go of it. So true. So let's say if I've got these pains in my stomach or my solar plexus from the past and I'm not able to let it go, let's imagine I've got slivers. You know, I've got pieces of slivers stuck on my skin. Well, if I don't remove those slivers, those slivers are going with me every place I go. And if I'm with a partner and they touch the sliver, ouch, (laughs) you are the one who did this as opposed to these are slivers from the past that are being triggered by... Uh, uh, some current event. You know, another question to ask is, is there a payoff for me? Um, I I had a client that um, was married many, many years, and during that marriage, she didn't know, but he, her spouse, had an affair going on for many of those years. And they finally came through a divorce, and she could not let go of that. She couldn't let go. There was a payoff because all of her friends would tell her, oh, you poor thing. And they would give her this attention that, oh, you were wronged. You you deserve our love. You deserve us to be there for you. And I think there was so much attention that she got for being this you know, abused wife or this victim that it was it was still like a story for her it w- there was a payoff for her not to let go yeah it's important to see the payoffs cuz i think one of the biggest payoffs is like you're saying to be a victim to get attention from others or to be self-righteous or self-right that's a huge one too i i'm being self-righteous the other person was clearly wrong so i right. can be self-righteous and saying well i am right the other right. person's clearly wrong and it makes me feel wow I, I, Clearly, I, I'm a better person. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the next question that we would ask ourselves is, okay, um, what would be the payoff if I did let it go? You know, what? And you know, if you say f- for this woman, for example, what would be the payoff if she let it go and she wasn't a victim anymore? Well, she wouldn't have to tell that story anymore. She'd be empowered. She'd be empowered, and she could go out, and she she could go out on a date, and go out with men, and that would be gone, and she wouldn't keep you know, being this victim story that turns all these other guys off, right? Yeah, and you know, like with any payoffs, there's usually a, a positive and a negative. Right, right. So the positive is that she she's opening up more space for herself to uh, receive more positive attention and put her energy into some constructive things. The negative um, is that, wow, she may not get as much attention. So she'd have yeah. to address that and say, well, where do I really want to put attention in my life? right. And, and do I want to be, and I think the thing is, is like empowered, because when you are a victim, you can wallow in that victimhood and maybe get that kind of negative attention in a way. But when you are free, then you can get to that point where you feel more at ease with yourself, better self-concept. 
and um, a better acceptance of yourself. So true. So let's talk about the next. Uh, so we've got recognition. Then we takes us to uh, being able to release. Now there's that's the t- tough. This one. is a tough one. But there's some good tools right. that we can use to release this energy. So let's let's talk about some of the tools that yeah. we have. You yeah. Know? Well, first of all, getting in touch with your body because, like, sometimes you, if especially if you're unconscious, you you don't know. So one of the things to do is to kind of center yourself and and say, okay, um, I've been hurt, I've been maybe betrayed. Some, you know, think about what it was that happened. Recognize you recognize what it is. Feel it. Where is it in your body? If it's in my heart, if I feel a crushing pain in my heart, my stomach, I can just do a centering, some some breathing techniques to just get mindful about the very present. That's one thing to start, right? That's so true. And then let's say as you get more mindful using your breath, connecting with your body another thing is to move into your mind and you can actually reframe your thoughts sometimes we think we can never change the past but we can change our thoughts about the past and i think of when i was growing up i I always felt my mom was too busy she really wasn't there for me i felt somewhat neglected by her but then as i aged and i looked back and i i raised my own children i began to look at my mother in a different way and says wow she did the best she could she worked really hard she was just trying to survive and to raise our family and now i look back on my mother's life with great love but i had to change my perspective of looking back and I think that's what we can do is part of releasing, altering our thoughts, our stories that we hold. Yes. And, and so I heard recently, if you change your perception of the past, you are changing the past. And I love that because we say, oh, you know, you can't, don't have a time machine. You can't go to the past. But if we change our perception, and, and I look at people that, that I had uh, unforgiveness with, and again, with my mother and my mother working all day with my father and not being there, uh, being a latchkey kid, coming home and being resentful that, that I wasn't that important to her, you know, because there were only two kids for me. And then I found out how her mother had been abandoned by her father and so she was saying you must go to work with your husband don't ever leave him alone because he'll have an affair and so my mother was doing what her mother said and when I knew this when I finally found this out from my mother all of a sudden I had such a different perspective that I I knew it wasn't that she didn't want to be with me I knew that she was trying to do the best she could and so I think it's with anything like that with my ex-spouse and I look at him and how he is with the kids and he he doesn't have that nurturing ability he doesn't have some of the ability to connect and be really open about his feelings which was very hard for me in a relationship so I can look at him and said he did the very best he could with what he had and he is you know dealing with those situations and it's okay that's who he is that's who I am and it wasn't meant to be forever because I had different needs and he had different needs so I can really let that go but I did have to like really look at it not from poor Mari, but from what was he experiencing or what was my mom experiencing? I got to get out of my my shoes and kind of into their shoes. And then there's an awakening. And you can also see that by shifting your thoughts, you do have an awakening. 
So whenever I shift my thoughts, it's, wow, I never saw this before. And that really helps with the release. So, you know, the, 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 another tool that we often use is journaling. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, as a writer, journaling, I've been journaling for 35, 40 years. Yeah. And journaling is, is kind of a medium for me just to let go of my thoughts. And I, I'm able to see what I'm thinking by putting it out on the journal. So yeah. that's what I'm thinking. And it's a great releasement. Yes. Uh, I, many of my clients. Diarrhea of the hand. <laughs> <laughs> and the mind, right? It, it's just letting it go. Yeah. I know many of my clients, uh, I encourage them to do the journaling just to get clarity and just to help release the words that are there. And you said just yeah. the flowing through, free associating yeah. just to yeah. get it through. And it do, Yeah, and I did that during my divorce. I would every night, I when the kids went to bed, I would just write like crazy. I couldn't read half of what I wrote, but I just did this like automatic writing almost like this is what I'm feeling. And what I noticed, Leonard, is at first sometimes it would start out real angry. And then after I went through a lot of the anger, then it would go to the hurt and the pain, and then it would go to the release. And I could see it in my writing. And, and then I, and after it was all that over. That leads to the, uh, the next yeah. tool, and that yeah. is a ritual. So say a little yeah, bit more about so, the ritual. Yeah, so my ritual was I, I would write like crazy, and then I burnt it up in the fireplace. And it was like... The, you know, it was like the ashes. And then I'd say to myself, I'm that phoenix rising out of the ashes. So for me, it was that. And then I could like take my candle and look at my candle and just be at a peaceful after writing and then releasing and then just being peaceful with nice soft music and the candle. That was kind of a ritual for me that, that really did soothe me. Those rituals are really very important. I know that uh, there was a workshop that I conducted in Chicago on the Roadmap Home. And when I went back, uh, my ex-wife, Mary Lou, I invited her to the workshop. And during the workshop, we did this ritual called Ho'oponopono. Dr. Hugh Lin, a Hawaiian therapist. Forgiveness, yeah. Forgiveness, basically. say so you think of a person you want to forgive and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And so Marilyn and I did that in the middle of the workshop, and both of us were very tearful and just did a lot of healing in that workshop. And then I went to her place for dinner uh, two nights later, and we were talking about our marriage and, again, doing more forgiveness uh, discussions, releasing. releasing. And then uh, I said to her, uh, do you still have our wedding ring? And she said, yes. But So we kind of decided it's time to let it go. So there's a, li a little lake outside of her condo, and it's at 10 o'clock at night. We go down to the lake, and there's a bridge. And on that bridge, we say a blessing and releasing, and we release the ring into the water to say goodbye. <laughs> and the strange thing, as soon as the ring hit the water, the lights on the bridge went on. Wow. It was one of those <laughs> mystical experiences, like the universe is saying, yeah, it's synchronicity. About time you lightened up. <laughs> I and, love it. And, and, our, and our song uh, kind of that we had in our marriage was A Bridge Over Troubled Waters. And so that was a beautiful ritual to help us let go. Perfect. Well, we only have a little bit of time. We got to talk about the last one. Yes. Okay. And that is res you know resolve. resolve so we're resolving so when we recognize release then we resolve and we, and we have like a renewed vision right yes we know i always know when i resolved it when i feel at peace i know oprah winfrey said true forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience doesn't that kind of sum up what yeah. the resolution is all about and that's what it is is all about learning that 
life is lessons. And when we go through the dark night of the soul, that that is a lesson for us to learn, for us to look at it, to, to learn from it, to let it go, and to move on and be at that next level of higher consciousness that we can then be in the next relationship or be back in this relationship as with new eyes, with a renewed vision, with a, a renewed way to connect with each other. So true. And I think maybe some of the questions that we could ask is... Uh, how could I see that this experience was something I needed to learn? Um, and how is this going to change me for the better? How right. is this going to really change me for the better? And usually with forgiveness in any incident, we have a greater compassion for ourselves and other people and maybe less judgmental too. So those are, those are the other benefits. Yeah, and I just think that we should end with recognizing that we don't always have to just forgive others. We have to forgive ourselves. And sometimes that's even harder than forgiving others. We walk around like with guilt, and guilt and blame are the ruinations of every relationship. So as we forgive ourselves, then others can more easily forgive us too. So we are out of time, Leonard. Well, wow. It's, uh, well, uh, I forgive you, Mari, that we're out of time. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. Okay, so I want to thank you for listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. And thank you, my dear, dear buddy, Leonard. Thank you, Mari. Okay. Some people die for love. I believe it's true because I do the same for you. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.